Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. He's an actor and comedian from Good Girls, and I am not okay with this. It's Dave Tooney. Hi. Hi. Can I say something that maybe a bunch of people say about your theme song? Sure. (laughs) It's so nice and upbeat (laughs) and... It puts me in an immediate good mood, and Aww. I really love it. It's really, Thank really great. Are, is that you singing? No, no we wish. No. Our okay. friend, our friend Andrew Bear, uh, created it for us. Uh, he, they are a musical genius. Yeah, um, oh. they. Um, I just told. I just told them like, I we we just want something fun and girly and uh, basketball they, related, and they just like spit that out and it was and we were just like this is perfect yeah no notes. <laughs> no no notes. <laughs> no none it feels like summer it feels like socal it's Aww. really great it's Yay. really great we're yeah. we're big fans so glad yeah. you like it <laughs> <laughs> um so how are you doing i'm doing great things are good uh nothing exciting is going on except for the nba playoffs yeah. um and, but but life is life is good on this end how about you Doing okay. Loving. It's starting yeah. to warm up. Summertime in LA. Yeah. Fully summertime now. Yeah. We got th- we got a little June gloom and yeah. that was fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm are you like uh <laughs> excuse me. I thought about this yesterday when I uh was I was like on a uh, a little run and it's it's so it was still so nice out yesterday. Like it's still the days aren't brutal. They're getting there now. But yesterday yeah. it was like so nice and the last few weeks have been so nice. And I was outside and I was like, man, I just want to be outside all day when mm-hmm. it's like this. I just want to, I never want to go inside. I never want to do anything indoors. Uh, it's just so wonderful. Are you two like, do you like to get outdoors when it's like this? Or are you like, no, we're cool being inside. That's, that's our thing. Um, <laughs> I think we're definitely outdoors yeah, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Anastasia has a great little garden that we've spent much of the last year hanging out in. (laughs) What a joy it was to have that space for sure. Yeah. Um, And yeah, we, we like to go out. Yesterday uh, we went, we went to a, we, we wanted to do a happy hour yesterday and Mm -hmm. first time. Yeah. First, our first happy hour (laughs) (laughs) after being vaccinated. Yeah. And we were trying to choose a place and ultimately we were like, it has to have a patio. We have to be outside. We got to go outside. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I love, I love springtime in LA where it's warm in the day and cool at night and everything's blooming. Yeah. It's just perfect. And now we're moving into summer, which which yeah, that we we've got June gloom and then fire season at the at the far <laughs> end of the summer. So this this part is like the fun part. Yeah, exactly. Fire season does sound exciting. Like <laughs> it's devastating and horrific for so many of us. Yeah, but it's also a cool sounding name for a season. Um, <laughs> I wish it wasn't as uh, awful as it is, but it's it's a cool name. It should, does, yeah, they should rebrand. Yeah. yeah it does. It, it sounds like an anime or something Ooh. where it's like a whole or like a fantasy world where it's like there's mm-hmm. a whole different world. They have fire season. It's really great. A Netflix show. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it. Yes. Are you two? Uh, uh, forgive me if you, again, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say this again. Uh, forgive me if you've said this before. That'll you be don't have to know that. anything about uh, it. So don't worry about that. <laughs> are you two from California? Where are you from? Uh, so where are you from? I, Arizona. Yeah, so she's from, I'm Arizona. from Arizona. Yes. She's from Arizona. I'm uh, originally from Canada, and then I was in Texas for a long time, and now I've been here. 
I just became a U.S. citizen a couple months ago. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Canada and Texas, what fun accents uh, <laughs> different accents to be uh, subjected to. Um, yeah. when you, I don't think when I picked you, those up. I don't know. <laughs> I think you still got a little can. I'm from Wisconsin and I get a lot of, are you from Canada? Um, oh. oh, And then okay. on, acting, on acting gigs, uh, it's happened more than once where they'll be like, hey, can you tone it down a little bit? Can you tone the accent down? <laughs> You're like, like, I, I did I, not know. I, I, I can't. I don't think I can. <laughs> um, when you moved to LA or we moved mm-hmm. to uh, SoCal or wherever you moved to initially when you came to California, I don't know if you're like me, but when I first moved here uh, and it turned into spring and I smelled jasmine for the first time in my life, uh, yes. I was like, what is that? <laughs> that is the best smell I've ever smelled. And... Now, every spring when it comes, it takes me right back to my first year in LA and I love it every time and I search it out and I've got places right by my apartment that it's like a wall of jasmine. Yeah. She's got some jasmine in her garden. So yeah, it blooms out there. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so, it's so pungent. Like you don't, Mm -hmm. cause you're right. When I first moved here, I was like, I don't know where the smell is coming from. Mm -hmm. It just like comes at you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and eventually you see like, oh, there's a big wall of it, yeah, <laughs> in someone's house or whatever. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I I'm so excited that I moved into a place that has like a big hedge where oh. Jasmine's sort of taking it's, it over. It's so nice, yeah. It and, looks like garbage when it's not blooming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when it's blooming, it's gorgeous <laughs> yeah and i love i love the jacaranda trees so they're like the purple trees that are all over yes. la they start blooming yes. in like i think like april or something and then they just leave their purple leaves everywhere like trash on everyone's car yeah, they like ruin cars but they're just, so they've beautiful destroyed my car they've destroyed <laughs> really? my car i park oh. under one virtually every day oh. um, it's definitely hit my car um <laughs> when i yeah with those trees and then the jasmine and then have you ever been to big bear mm-hmm. okay. i've never been You've never been. Okay. Mm. It's great. Uh, but in Big Bear, they have like these like big boulders in the mountains that I had never seen being from Wisconsin. Wisconsin is pretty flat. Uh, but they had like these boulders that I've I've only seen like in old westerns, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, that's where they shot this stuff. And, yeah, but probably. Now, but like that first year I went to these places, I was like, uh, this is all Hollywood. This is all the smell, <laughs> those sights, everything. I loved it. I still do. It's great. It's so yeah. nice up there. I love it's it up great. there. Gabe, yeah. do you have Jasmine in Denver? I'm I'm ashamed to admit I might not know it if I saw or smelled it. Um, <laughs> oh, Gabe. How dare you? Oh, Gabe. How dare you admit that? Uh, <laughs> like I like... Fl- I like Things that smell nice. They're like little <laughs> little white flowers. Yeah, it's like a yeah. vine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's usually like a privacy hedge or like someone's yeah. on the side of someone's house or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if the viewer, if the listeners right now are like, eight minutes in, we're still talking about Jasmine. <laughs> what is going on? They're, here? they're used to whatever we <laughs> yeah. throw at them, which is often weird. There's probably one person who's like, I'm sorry, this isn't flower town. Like, <laughs> hey, it could be. I'm down for, you know, rebooting the show. A, a whole spinoff <laughs> yeah. series. Um, but, you know, speaking of basketball, uh-huh. you're from uh, Wisconsin. I'm what from Wisconsin. Of, what part of Wisconsin are you from? I grew up in a little town called Cedar Grove, Wisconsin. Cedar Grove is about 45 minutes north of Milwaukee, which is in southeastern Wisconsin. Cedar Grove, when I grew up, had 
less than 1500 people. Uh, we had one four way stop sign in the town and it was basically six streets running one way and six streets running the other way. Um, nothing was open on Sundays. I had 60 people in my graduating class. Oh my goodness. Uh, four churches, one bar, uh, and, uh, and it was great. (laughs) (laughs) You loved it. I loved it. So what was the, what was the culture shock did you move to LA after that or so somewhere else? when I went to when I lived in Cedar Grove I went to college in uh, 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 the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh mm. uh, where they make the overalls nice. and um, <laughs> of course that was already like a bigger city for me and mm-hmm. that's like a small city but for me I was like all right here we go and it's the first time <laughs> it's the first time I'd ever heard someone go uh, 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 a guy who I'd met in the dorms we became friends his name is Josh and he's like hey you want to order a pie I was like, a what? Uh, I'd never heard of pizza referred to as like just a pie. And also, I'd never had delivery. Wow. Um, it was everything. So I was like, yes. Uh, and I Apple felt pretty pie, big. please. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I thought that's what it was. I was like, yeah, I guess so. Uh, uh, no, ice cream going to melt if we get it all out of uh, And then after two years, I almost failed out of Oshkosh. And I was like, oh, I got to no. get out of here. Um, so I transferred to uh, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. And for me, that was, I'd gone there as a, as a kid every now and again, like the museum or the mm-hmm. zoo. Uh, but then when we moved there, uh, when I moved there for school, that was big time. That is a, it's a, it's a midsize city, but for me, it was like eye opening, um, different types of people, different cultures. I was exposed to way, way more than I ever had been. Uh, and I love it. And I, I love Milwaukee. I love it now. Um, and like, you've probably had these conversations too, uh, where you think like, Hey, if I ever like, you know, hit the jackpot or whatever, where would I live? Mm-hmm. Um, I love LA. I love Los Angeles. Uh, but I would definitely get a home in Milwaukee. It's really great. I really love it. And I feel like it's kind of where I like, I found my comedy there and mm-hmm. I found like a bunch of, I had solidified like a bunch of friends and just like fell in love with the city. Uh, so that's where I'm from. And, and I moved out here to LA in 09. Oh, okay. Wow. So you've been yeah. out here for a while. I've been on here uh, for a little bit, a minute. I got a little bit of a late start, but uh, when I moved to LA and you can tell me what you think about it, but <laughs> I, the, I, I loved it immediately. I loved Los Angeles immediately and I wanted to be here. It was really great. Did you two love LA when you moved here? Did you indifferent dislike it? I do. I I I loved it. Um, I first I was gonna move to Seattle before oh. I came, decided to come here, but yeah. I'm glad I came here. I mean, I I love the city. I think it. I always tell people who move here, like you got to give it some time because mm-hmm. for a lot of people, it's not an it's not an immediate love because there it's so overwhelming and yeah. you have to like find your people. You have to find your like for sure interests. Yeah, yep. and like. And then once you get to that point where you have a community, like it is a place like no other. I really think that I I was growing up in Arizona. L.A. was like the big city that we would come to to see bands and stuff like as soon as I had a friend who could drive (laughs) and had a car, we would do all nighters where we would drive to L.A., see a band and drive back. And it's a six hour drive. So it's like kind of bonkers that we did that. I'm surprised we didn't die. <laughs> no, I think that's amazing. Uh, I have a few thought, quick thoughts about that. Seattle, I, when I was in high school, uh, I'm older than you two. That's when grunge broke. 
like uh-huh. Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. And Seattle was like the home for all things grunge. And I had it, it romanticized in my mind. I was like, I'm going to move there. I'm going to move there. I'm going to live yeah. there. I can't <laughs> wait to be there. It sounds like the best city in the world. I've been there once, loved it. Uh, but then uh, um, I, my sister lives in Scottsdale, Arizona. So oh. I'll go visit her and drive there sometimes. Uh, that's a heck of a drive for you to be making. <laughs> to go see bands. That's like a six, well, seven Well, when you're hour a drive. teen, you have unlimited energy. Yeah, we would unlimited just like- time, unlimited energy. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to do. No fear of yeah. death. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I would just drive around all night with my friends in high school. We had nowhere to go. If LA would have been an option, we would have gone. But that yeah. would have been driving to like Chicago or Milwaukee didn't even enter my mind. Um, uh, I have a friend who lives in Wisconsin and uh, and I don't see enough bands out here. Now the quarantine's kind of ending. I'm like, I'm going to go yeah. see music. But mm-hmm. my friend from Wisconsin who's like way into bands, he's like, are you seeing every band? I was like, no, I'm not seeing anyone. He's like, what are you doing? Every band comes through LA. Everyone you want to see comes through LA. And yeah. I'm like, you're right. And now I've, I'm trying to go and see more bands. Yeah. Um, My teen self would be mad at me because Mm. I kind of don't really go to shows anymore (laughs) because it's like, Like, there's so much going on. I want to sit down. So much. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I want to sit down. Is that a crime? (laughs) No, no, not at all. But I'm too, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy like standing at, you know, the front of a venue. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but when I, but as a teen, it was like no one came to Arizona. Mm, I mean, no. in hindsight, lots of people did, and it was great. But you know, the bands I wanted to see never came. But or like I, once every three years or something. Exactly, yeah. it was like that in in Texas too. But yeah. one great thing about LA though is that like no matter what you're into, literally, it's the it could be the most niche thing. There is a community here for it. And there's so much to do. I mean, that's the thing is like, I constantly before the pandemic was just busy with like, oh, I want to go see this comedy show. I want to see this band. I want to go, you know, like whatever little thing you're if you're into knitting, there's like probably a huge knitting community here. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like there's jobs here that don't exist anywhere else. Like it's just such a specific LA thing and you meet someone and they're like, I do this thing. And you're like, what? That's a job? (laughs) Yeah. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I I find that like, um, I've said this to other people too, uh, that LA to me in the US feels like the easiest city to hate if you don't live in LA. Yes. And you have like whatever your preconceived thoughts and notions about it, which I have too. Um, I tell people when I moved out, before I moved to LA, my, what I knew about LA was from, uh, it was from the movies, White Men Can't Jump, Friday, <laughs> and The Big Lebowski. And that's like, that was my perception of LA. But it's, it's, it's an easy city to hate. And so you have to like come in, try to have kind of a clean slate. But, and I get it because Hollywood, Hollywood's the loudest voice here. Right. But Hollywood is like such a small part of LA. It is mainly a blue collar town. And I agree with yeah. you. LA is like unlike any other city, but mm. at the same time, it's exactly like every other city. Like if you want it, if you want whatever you want, you can find that that type mm-hmm. of thing for the most yeah. part in LA. It doesn't have to be the Hollywood part of it. There's It's yeah. such a sprawling city with so many different people, most of them having nothing to do with the business. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like the, like there's amazing diversity, which means like, like amazing food everywhere, like that everywhere. you can't get anywhere else. It's a very international city. It's, yes. It's mm-hmm. great. What's yeah. the last thing you ordered? What's the last thing you mm. uh, uh, ordered food wise? Uh, yeah. Mm. Most recently. 
Do you remember? Do you uh, do you do a lot of uh, ordering out or or less the last restaurant you go to? Mine was um, uh, there's a place on Hillhurst called Green Leaves. It's like oh, a, yeah. a vegan restaurant, mm-hmm. um, and that's a, and I go there quite a bit. And that's the last place I went. That was like a couple of days ago. Yeah. I, I had it. their spicy chicken sandwich. I've heard it's great. And I haven't tried it yet. It's is it great. So good. Yeah, Anastasia's vegetarian. Yeah, so. I'm so getting it. I might get it today. You gotta. It's so good. I normally <laughs> get pizza. like the a plate there, or like they have the pumpkin uh, cha cha. I think it's called. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like pumpkin curry. It's so good. Yum. But that spicy chicken sandwich blew my mind. I'm getting it. I'm getting it today. I'm super excited. Uh, I usually get the Cajun stir fry with either tofu or Ooh. fake chicken. Um, Yum. Uh, it's the one place I've ever had in my life. I have, and maybe you've had this. I've never had a bar where they're like the usual uh, <laughs> or a restaurant. But this restaurant, I do. Um, and he's like, he's like spicy or like Cajun stir fry with tofu. With tofu. And I'm like, yes. Uh, you know like, me yeah 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 and he's like the spring the fresh rolls uh-huh extra peanut sauce yep uh and a cookie uh-huh uh it's like the same thing we have a real to do um i love it yeah it's great i love it yeah i i'm trying to think i think maybe the last thing i ordered was ramen from tatsu which i love where is that they have a few different locations uh the one that i usually go to is on melrose like melrose la brea okay um delicious i love ramen what about you you know i've i've been on a little bit of a health kick so i haven't been ordering or eating out as much but the last place i can remember and this probably isn't true but the only thing that's coming to mind is we went to this little alleyway in lincoln heights that has a bunch of taco stands and like pupusa stands and it's like mexican street food and salvadorian street food it's a whole street with like vendors like lined up all along it it's so good the food is amazing and we went on a sunday and our our friends just bought a truck which we're we kept making fun of them about but then we just ate tacos in the back of the truck and it it was was amazing it was great it was like the the back of a pickup truck (laughs) yeah (laughs) like we just climbed in there and ate tacos and i had horchata like uh, elote elote with like flaming hot cheetos on top I mean, nothing that better. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, nothing better. We'll send you the details yeah. of where it is because please do. Yeah, it was such a cool find that our friends, like hairdresser, told them about, and it's been there for a while, but it's yeah. really getting big now. Like um, it started with one truck of these guys who were just doing like al pastor and like that kind of tacos and just like simple. And then it just like expanded more and more people started coming until it's like a whole street that you walk down. It takes like 10 minutes to walk down. Yeah. I'm excited. I've never heard of this and I want to go. I want to go immediately. This is the best. And there's a lot of like desserts and stuff that look amazing. We got got churros. Yeah. We got, oh, Oh. churros. And then you had like a smoothie or something. I got a watermelon agua fresca. Oh, yum. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> oh, the sweet tooth for sure. Uh, I'll tell you a weird thing. Um, uh, cause you're talking about Mexican food. Growing up, uh, we called <laughs> we called sloppy joes hot tamales. <laughs> and I don't know. It, it, it would be like on the <laughs> my little town. There's a little a, a weekly 
thing called Lakeshore Weekly, and it would be, you'd get it in the mail, it's like free. It'd be mainly advertisements, but it also had the school lunch menus of like the three towns around the area that were getting wow. this. Um, and it would say hot tamales uh, for Sloppy Joe's. Like I wasn't, it wasn't just my house. It wasn't until I got to Milwaukee that I even knew tamales were something else. Uh, <laughs> And now it's insane. I think it's insane that we called Sloppy Joe's hot tamales, which we still do. That's yeah. wild. That, also, that like, crazy? tamales are already hot, you know? <laughs> yeah. it's, re- it's redundant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, like we had, them at a, we had them at a show and they were like, hey, you want some tamales? I was like, yeah. And I get over there. I'm like, where are they? <laughs> like, these are it. I was like, what? <laughs> I could not have been more sheltered. It was insane. <laughs> Well, like no, 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 like a sandwich with like yeah, with yeah. meat and it's got like yeah. a sauce Where's and like the spices. Tamales? Yeah, I think <laughs> looking at tamales too, they look weird because it's like a oh, tube it's all wrapped of, up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Also, and, I did not know how to eat it. Right, yeah. and I think most people the first time they see if you don't if you haven't grown up with it, you're like, am I supposed to bite into this like like oh, leaf? Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. For anyone who's listening who hasn't had a tamale, you gotta unwrap that thing. Unwrap the. There's like <laughs> a corn husk yeah. or a banana leaf or it. something around it's it. It's like a. It's like a Christmas present. You unwrap yeah. it, and inside is like soft, delicious yeah. masa and so cheese good. and whatever else yeah. is in there. <laughs> but if you're having a hot tamale from where I'm from, keep the bun on. <laughs> Eat it Don't with the unwrap bun. it. Don't unwrap okay. it. Eat, eat let's, it let's talk really quickly about the Bucks because you're a yes. Bucks fan, Ooh, right? Yes. yes, huge Bucks fan. So, how did you? Uh, did were you into the Bucks in your hometown, or was that when you got to Milwaukee? No, I got. I was into basketball when I was a kid. It's the uh, I, I follow all most sports in general. Um, I, I enjoy sports and played sports, but basketball, particularly the NBA, is what caught my eye for whatever reason early on. Yeah. Um, I had a Clippers hat when I was a kid, which was crazy because they oh, were wow. awful then. But I liked that. I think I was like, they were underdog and I liked the colors and I liked some of the guys on the team. Yeah. Um, but I always liked the Bucks. Ricky Pierce, who was a Milwaukee Buck. He's a sixth man of the year. Uh, and he and I share the same birthday, which I Ooh. learned as a kid and never forgot. Um, <laughs> uh, but I liked I Love liked that. NBA basketball. And, um, and of course, when I was growing up, Michael Jordan was anything and everything. Um, right. Of uh, course. But I would, I would get these, uh, there is like an almanac for NBA. Um, and they, this book would come out is like the, I don't know if he was even called the basketball almanac, but it would come out every year. And I was collecting basketball cards and I would collect this and I would buy this almanac and it would have a breakdown of every player in the NBA, including the coach, all their stats. And I would just pour over it every day, all day, just memorizing. Take, <laughs> memorizing absolutely players from the dallas mavericks who were uh, who meant nothing to me but i would like <laughs> learn their stats uh a lot of denver nugget stuff um but i loved it i loved it all and uh um, but the, because the bucks are the hometown they were the ones that stuck, stuck yeah and back to in me. the day it's like that's who you see on tv the most right it's who you see most yeah, yeah yeah although we saw we saw a lot of the because sh- uh, we got a chicago wgn we got a we uh was a station that played a lot of cubs like it was a chicago station we got it here in wisconsin there in wisconsin and uh so i would see a lot of bulls too just as a result of where i lived yeah, yeah. nice yeah so how yeah. how do you feel about the current bucks team i'm gonna tell you right now when you asked me to do this podcast a week or two ago they had just, they had just swept the heat. Yeah. And I was like, 
heck yes, I want to do this podcast. I am riding <laughs> high. Great. Let's rock and yes. roll. I, I'm top of the world. I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> and then after games one and two, I was so mad, <laughs> as mad as I get. And I was like, I don't want to do this podcast anymore. I'm so, this is going to be so sad. Sorry. Um, but then, no, 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 no. It's great. <laughs> I, I, I don't get, I, I truly don't get too high or too low uh, about <laughs> basketball. But, uh, but then after game three, which was not pretty, but we eked out a win, so it won't be embarrassing when they win the next two. Um, <laughs> I'm, I love the Bucs. I love everyone on the Bucs, but we've got some issues. And I, who know v- very little bit about the real details of basketball, have strong thoughts and opinions <laughs> that are probably way off <laughs> about what they should do. Yeah, someone, <laughs> someone's getting fired. Someone's getting traded. That's someone's always getting fired. The, someone's getting traded. Yeah. Always. Um, it's always the outcome. It was very exciting when you guys got Drew Holiday, though. Mm. I mean, he... So exciting. He said, I love him, and, and he love seemed him. to fit in so well with Giannis. So. Doesn't he seem like such... He's proven it. He's yeah. such a good human being. Like, oh, you yeah. like to like, yeah. talk with him and... I wanted. I wish. <laughs> I oh, wish. I wish we could have him on the pod. Ugh, I wish me I could too. go out to, you know, <laughs> go out to drinks, yeah. go out get some tamales. <laughs> uh, we would have such a fun time. Okay, so um, we have a question that we do ask every single guest, yep. um, and it is very important. Uh, you may have heard it before, mm-hmm. but if given the opportunity and considering that this would be completely consensual. Who would who would you kiss in the current yeah. league? In the current league, okay. Current players only. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> okay, LeBron James. Mm. How many are we naming? Just one. As many as, as, many you, as, want. as you want. LeBron Unlimited. James. Unlimited. <laughs> Chris Paul. Ooh. Um, I'm I'm gonna say right now, it's gonna be guys in their later 30s because <laughs> I'm in my <laughs> 40s and it feels weird. <laughs> If I'm kissing someone in their 20s. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. I respect that. I We kind of talk about where we're like, yeah, this guy's really cute. And then we're like, oh, he's 21. 21. Yeah. <laughs> Feels weird. <laughs> uh, LeBron, Chris Paul, mm-hmm. uh, Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I want to, I'll say Drew Holiday. Um, mm. I think he's like 31. Mm. Um, I would say Giannis, but he's too young. <laughs> uh, and uh, so those are those are the big ones. I, you you want to, in in my opinion, like if we're gonna kiss NBA players, let's kiss the big names. Yeah. yeah. Well, and sure. you know, Carmelo, LeBron, and Chris Paul—they're all friends. Four way kiss. Four way kiss. Maybe. Hey, look at that. We're talking about efficiency now. <laughs> Save time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you're all just hanging out, and you just go bam, oh, bam, bam. You like, all, line them up, or you're playing spin the bottle. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a situation what what a situation I would that I'd be in if that was the where I was playing spin the bottle with those three. Uh, <laughs> we got to make it happen. What a dream life. It be w- nothing everything would be different after that in my life. <laughs> yeah. Here's what here's what we'll do. Anastasia and I are going to write a movie where this scene happens yes. and we'll cast you in it. <laughs> right. If that happens, I feel like then you just have to you have to go I guess anything is possible. Uh, whatever dreams I want to pursue, the best thing can happen, the worst thing can happen, but it's all on the table now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I love that. Yeah, I know Kelly Oubre 
is one of yours, right? Yes. Agata's. I mean, Agata. look, I'm going to kiss him too. She was wearing a Kelly Oubre shirt yes. yesterday. Okay? I she's she's not going to turn him down. But I also respect <laughs> no. that Agata's feelings are way stronger for him than yeah. mine. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to give Agata first. Thank you. First I would be, right if you kissed him, I would be so mad at you. <laughs> 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 Actually, no, I'd be proud. I'd be yeah. proud, but yeah. but if it had, I would be jealous. If we were both in access range of him, I would be like, "Oh, meet my friend Agata." Thank you. But <laughs> if it was like I I met Kelly Oubre in like Paris, and you were mm, here in LA under the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> nighttime, I would be I would uh-huh. kiss him and then maybe Facetime you and be like, "Look at <laughs> look at oh, Kelly." Okay, that's that's fine as long as I'm involved. <laughs> <laughs> like if you what came if, home and then we're like guess what happened in paris i'd be like no <laughs> what if you're just like scrolling through your instagram and you're just kind of going at a fast pace and then you see like a picture of gabe and kelly Oubre kissing and you're like wait <laughs> what and you have to like scroll back <laughs> when you when you're mugging when your mind oh. be blown yeah i would be like how dare he post it without telling us yeah. first like we're we're finding Gabe's out. Not it. Kelly Oubre is posting it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Gabe was trying to keep it under wraps, but yeah, he Kelly, knows, he, he cares about your feelings. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't hold it in anymore. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, actually, I would be proud of you, Gabe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Let's get into a little basketball news, please. Um, so, so much happens in a week. We can't possibly cover it all. So we wrap it no. up in a little segment called Previously on Basketball. Love it. Previously on Doogie Basketball. Hauser, MD. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Throwback. All right. Let's read some headlines. Mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic wins the MVP award. His horse Dreamcatcher is snubbed in acceptance speech. Oh, no. <laughs> The Knicks' Tom Thibodeau is named Coach of the Year. Rudy Gobert wins his third Defensive Player of the Year award. C'est très cool, no? (laughs) (laughs) Shanae Ogumike launches new bi-weekly podcast, Shanae, on ESPN. Her first guest is older sister, Nika Ogumike. The 2021 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Champion Award finalists are announced. The Pacers fire head coach Nate Bjorkren. <laughs> LeBron is switching his jersey number to six next season as a promotional tie-in with Space Jam 2. <laughs> what? I didn't hear about is this. Is that actually true that it's a promotional tie-in? I think... Think, I mean, he, I he mean is wearing, Shams tweeted it. Oh, he's Shams. wearing it in the in the movies wearing Space Jam. But I also think there's a chance he's like, this year stunk. I want to go back to the <laughs> winning ways of the Miami Heat. Um, so pl- I, I, it's a mix. Also, your you your your first like two of your first three news items felt like they had kind of a joke after it. <laughs> but sandwiched in between there's just Tom Thibodeau is coach of the year <laughs> and nothing. <laughs> There's not, not always something funny to say. Gabe Gabe writes these. Little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I'll write one if there's something I really want to say. But okay. usually Gabe writes these. And 
I think sometimes he tries to trip me up with like super alliteration <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> um, and sometimes a it. joke catches me off guard. <laughs> it's I, great. Yeah. Um, I Can a player just decide to change their number? I don't know how this works. I mean, well, yeah, right? But Gabe probably knows this, but LeBron, this is just what I'm reading. LeBron wanted to switch... Uh, Anthony Davis, who's on the Lakers, was going to be was 23 in New Orleans, and LeBron was going to give him that number when he first came last year. Mm-hmm. But Nike, who makes the jerseys, is like, you can't do that. I think it's because we've already made right. we're lose millions of dollars because we've already made so many jerseys with 23 for LeBron. Mm-hmm. So you can't do it this season. So he held it off, and I think that's part of why he's doing it this season, in addition mm. to Space Jam, in addition to this year stunk, and he wants to have a fresh start. That's my hypothesis mm. maybe i'm off on that you're probably right that, makes that sense. sounds yeah um also you know now buy new jerseys like jersey sales might go up mm. if 100%. he's if people are like oh i want the i the want new the one yeah. yeah absolutely also single digit jerseys look cool to me mm-hmm. yeah yeah my, my favorite cool is a, a double zero really really isn't that fun. i'm pretty sure um Carmelo's double zero at, mm-hmm. with the Blazers, yeah. right? Yeah, I love that. That does look cool. All yeah. right, let's um, let's look at Kareem Kareem's finalists. Yeah, this award has too long of a name. I'm sorry. Social justice <laughs> champions. Two of Dave's kiss list are. are oh, hey, finalists. look at this! You picked you picked all around cuties. <laughs> all um, right, Tobias Harris. I mean, we mm-hmm. love him. We love him. Yeah, so, he's great. Love him. I think Perf- he's great. Perfect. Uh, Drew Holiday, Carmelo Anthony, Harrison Barnes, another cutie. Mm-hmm. Juan Toscano Anderson, who he, he's he got such an interesting story. He's on the Warriors. He was a rookie at like 32 or, or 31 or something. Yeah. Um, he played in Mexico. He's from Oakland. Uh, he's half Mexican, half black, I believe. He played in Mexico for a really long time, played in the G League, kind of bounced around for a while, finally got uh, onto the Warriors, his hometown team. Such a cool story. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, and, I didn't even know that. I'm gonna follow I'm gonna follow him more closely as a result. Cause he and I he got to the NBA about the same time that I moved to LA. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Do you think Who that knows? was a coincidence? <sighs> <laughs> not, any, not anymore, I don't. <laughs> Seems like it couldn't possibly be. No. Um, all right, let's look at Rudy Gobert and his teammates. <laughs> Very well deserved. And uh, I'm sure there'll be a couple more by the end of this career of yours. So. Wouldn't do it without you guys. We know. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, so handsome. Yeah. yeah. He is. <laughs> I just he got is. like starry eyed looking at him. <laughs> yeah. A wee wee. Um, so Ingalls got <laughs> to give two award winners yes. their awards. He did? Because he gave Jordan Clarkson his six oh, man award. And that was a good one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a natural showman, Joe Ingalls. Yeah. Do you think he will uh do you think he'll present at the Oscars given his his uh, natural ability to give out awards. Oh my God. I <laughs> hope so. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I hope so. If they don't get him on the roster 
they're really missing out. You know yeah. what I mean? And I do I think see that Oscar roster. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we should just call him Jingles from now yeah, on. Yeah, Jingles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a dot between the J and the I, but it's pronounced yeah. Jingles. <laughs> do you think he would love that? Or <laughs> not love that. Uh, he's gonna love it. He's gonna love. I think it's a good second. one. It's a fun nickname. <laughs> I think it depends on what kids called him in school. How about Jingly yes. Boy? Jingly Boy? Yeah. <laughs> Is that better? I think that's fun. Okay, I'm into it. Yeah. Did you two have nicknames growing up that you were given, <sighs> or nicknames that you wanted to be given but never were? I wanted. I wanted a cool nickname, but I already have like a a weird name that people can't pronounce so they weren't gonna be (laughs) they weren't yeah and also like people my last name is crazy long and people always like asked about it and stuff until i just stopped using it (laughs) yeah you just cut it out i don't want to use it anymore because i'm like just shut up stop (laughs) asking about it shut up (laughs) so i my name anastasia it's very long uh people hate to say it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so everyone eventually gives me a nickname. Um, my my parents called me Pooh Bear, uh, which got shortened to Pooh, which is embarrassing as an adult <laughs> in her 30s uh, at the grocery store with my dad. And he's like, hey, Pooh, should we get some, you know, um, my <laughs> you just keep walking down the aisle. Yeah, I don't know. This man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, my sister calls me Stasia. My, like most people shorten it to Stasia. Uh, okay. but then really? when I met Agata and the group of friends, uh, that I met with Agata, they all call me Stas, which came out of a joke because someone called me Anastasia. <laughs> Stas. <laughs> Stas so, is fun. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, I like it. I'm, I'm kind of, I like hearing what people end up on. So Stas sounds like uh, the nickname of a guy in a frat, like in a movie that is like, this guy likes to drink. Stas. <laughs> Something like that. And that guy's like, he's just like a fun guy. Who's like, yeah. Uh, that's what that name sounds like. Um, Anastasia is a great name. My friend, his last name is Anastasia. Um, I met him in my first UCB class out here. And uh, we now live in the same apartment building. Amazing. Um, and uh, also, it's the name of a singer. Is that right? Anastasia? Mm, there is a European singer named Anastasia. There's also uh, the, fish, the fish singer, Trey Anastasio. Oh. Yes. That's uh, which true. is the boy version of my name. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, there's also um, a crime family, the Anastasio family. Mm. Are you part of Fun. it? I wish i were a part of it <laughs> anastasia anastasio what a cool name <laughs> i like yeah that. <laughs> that'd, be, um, that'd be wild if that was your first and last name <laughs> i did try to get people in college to call me biscuit and no one agreed to it <laughs> <laughs> why why biscuit i don't know i just thought it was cute and and you just can't make your own nickname it never works <laughs> it's very hard yeah i mean uh we, this is not, this is well-worn territory, but like Sting, I think, gave that to himself. Mm-hmm. I think Flea gave himself that nickname, maybe. Oh, interesting. Like, I think it's crazy and bold. 
it when is they bold. do that. I guess yeah. I guess when you're like a musician, you kind of can force it to stick because you just put <laughs> it on right. a yeah. You like, put it in the liner. Album. Notes. Yeah. You're like, don't call me David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you do you have a nickname? I mean, Dave is short. Yeah, that's Dave is short. It's yeah, I get a lot of Dave. I get a lot of just Toonie. A lot of my most of my mm. friends here is just Toonie. Um, growing up is a lot of Looney Toonie. Oh, uh, no. And then and SNL had a sketch called Toonses the Driving Cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, so it was a lot of Toonses. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like Looney Toonie. Uh, I did not care for Toonses. But also, there's, as you know, there's almost nothing you can do <laughs> if someone is calling you something else. Especially your friends when you're a kid, mm. you can't throw a huge fit, and you, even though you really want to, <laughs> because that's even worse. Yeah. Um, so yeah. They'll, like then they'll be like, there. oh, we're really going to call him that for the rest of his <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah. Yeah. They found the weak funeral, spot. we're going to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It will never let him live it down. <laughs> All right. Let's look at Jokic and his trophy. Oh. Yes. Nikola Jokic holding up his MVP that's trophy. Crazy. Here in Denver. Oh, cute. Slaps on the butt. The Nuggets and the Suns get ready to play game three of this Western <laughs> like Conference tickling the trophy. <laughs> These are his brothers. Oh, cute. His brothers kissed oh, him yeah. through the mask. So sweet. <laughs> Moments before another loss. Uh, their yeah. third loss in the series. <laughs> on the I, brink of, of a disaster. Oh, second loss. Well, I hate to bring it up, but. I love my sons and they're just yeah. uh, destroying yes. the poor nuggets. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm team son. Sorry. Sorry, Gabe. Yeah, they're super fun. Hey, here's a fun thing. Um, yeah. Sorry, Gabe. Um, of the eight, rem- you may already know this of the eight remaining teams, five of them. So if, even if you don't, if, if you're like, my sons are losing, my nuggets are losing five of the remaining eight teams have never won an NBA title. So it'll be super exciting for a lot of the teams still left. And three of them, uh, the Sixers haven't won since 83, so it's been a long time. Wow. The Bucks haven't won since 71, even longer. Wow. Yeah. And the Hawks haven't won. The ha- Hawks haven't won since 58. Holy crap. Uh, something like that. So like all their main teams either have never won or haven't won in a long time. So that makes it kind of fun. And, and I love that. The, yeah. The Hawks or the Sixers are going to be gone. So that'll limit and probably the Bucks. So it'll be almost all teams who never won a title before. Which is uh, so cool. I know. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's like so up in the air. We have no idea what's going to happen. Right. Which yes. is It'll be like exciting. that always. Yeah. That always makes it m- way more fun. Um, yeah. Let's look at Jokic getting drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> 2014. <laughs> Two things you only dreamed would come together. Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Just at the bottom ticker. Wrapped around. (laughs) (laughs) He was like 41 in the draft or something, right? Yeah. Not even worth a second thought. A second of footage. No. We were were looking at the, was that the Quesarito or what was that? I think it was the Quesarito. (laughs) Uh, Might have been when the Quesarito was introduced. It might have been brand new at that time. Oh, well, then maybe everyone was watching. (laughs) (laughs) You're tuning in for the announcement. Here's a a question for you. If the fans of the Denver Nuggets had to vote, hey, either A, we lose Nikola Jokic 
but we get to keep, but we keep Taco Bell as a franchise, <laughs> or we we uh, lose Taco Bell. We keep Jokic. One of wow. the two. You have to you have to lose you, one. Mm. What do you think Denver fans would vote for? That's hard. You mean like every Taco Bell in Denver would Go- disappear in the world? In the Whoa. world, Taco Bell's gone, but you keep Jokic. That might start a war I if they got say rid of Taco Bell. Goodbye, Jokic. Give back to Serbia, buddy. Yeah, give back to Serbia, buddy. Yeah. Like, Taco Bell's too beloved. Yeah. Yeah. I think even diehard Nuggets fans would be like, there's no, we we have to keep Taco Bell. What's right. your, what's your also, Taco Bell order? It's harder now because I do a vegan diet. Mm. But when I was doing uh, Taco Bell, which I adore, uh, it was a lot. It would be like three crunchy shell tacos with hot sauce. Um, the um what is it with the with the hard shell and the soft shell a cheesy gordita crunch yeah a cheesy gordita crunch nachos and then whatever dessert they've got and a baja blast whoa Mm. they've got those like little cinnamon things that are full of those those, like mini churros or whatever (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know if they had them when i was eating it but but it would be like some sort of like whatever you got that's sweet is Mm. what i want why what's yours um, I'm a cheesy gordita crunch gal. I love so them. Um, I especially love it if I can get it with the Dorito shell, which is rare. Sometimes they'll yeah. do that. Um, yeah, that's usually what I go for. Yeah, cheesy gordita crunch, uh, sub beans for beef. And then I love, I know they took it away and then brought it back, but the spicy potato soft taco, mm. so good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's good too. Yeah, I'm excited for them to be making more uh, going into the, which they will at some point, the vegan territory like Del Taco has. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, I they brought it. back I, all their potato stuff. So you can eat that stuff. Yeah, I can start getting into it. I went to I went to Scottsdale recently and I hadn't eaten for a, for a, a minute. And so I'm like, I'm going to stop somewhere on the way. And I'm like, Del Taco has vegan options for tacos. And I stopped at Del Taco I don't know, around Quartzsite or something like that, uh-huh. some known place. And uh, it was awful. It was awful. No. <laughs> and it was truly awful. And I should have known that this roadside Del Taco halfway between Arizona and LA <laughs> was not going to deliver. Oh. It was it was truly awful. I'm but sorry. I don't hold that against them because I've had them before and they've been better. Yeah. Also, probably no one is ordering that taco <laughs> At that taco, at that Del Taco. At the, at, in Quartzsite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're probably like, you want a what? I don't know. It's probably just a regular taco. They're like, just give him this thing. He's not going to know. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the playoffs right now. So yeah. we're recording this. Uh, Bucks have won one. They're playing mm-hmm. again tomorrow. Um, yep. What do you, how are you feeling? You think the Nets are are gonna it's I a gentleman's was, sweep or I think it's a gentleman's sweep. I think the Nets are too good if and especially if Harden comes back at any point, it's over. That's they're they're too good. Harden's too good, but I think they're gonna rest him as much as they can as long as they keep doing what they're doing. I don't think they can stop him. My thing is, and I love Giannis. I'm so uh, I, I I love him so much and I'm so glad he re-signed with the Bucks. I just want Drew Holiday to be the point guard who's bringing the ball up and distributing. And I want Giannis who cannot shoot. Uh, I want him down low with Brooke Lopez. And I just want them banging away in the paint 
And I just think you two are unstoppable down there. Just stay down there. Yeah. Yeah. Yana shot eight threes in the last game and made one. He's terrible at it. Yes, it's awful. But just like so I was listening to another podcast and there's and they were saying the thing that is true is like do the thing the other team doesn't want you to do. They all want him to shoot threes. So stop doing it because you're bad at it and just go down there and dominate. You're like Right. You're like Shaquille O'Neal down there. Yeah. That's my that's my thought, but I still think they're going to lose. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a good idea. And I think should we call call up the coach and Yeah, should we like <laughs> <laughs> Hey bud. Yeah. Uh, hey, we've got the best idea for you for the next game. <laughs> I know you haven't thought of this yet. Yeah. But but yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I feel like they're yeah, they're they need to switch it up. Even though then it's it's unfortunate because I feel like the Bucks would have gone farther, but the Nets just have this powerhouse team. You know, it's gonna be what hard. Gonna do? It's gonna be hard for anyone to beat the Nets. Yeah. They're the ones to beat for sure. Super hard. Yeah. KD is a killer. I, I want to see the Suns do it. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, so fun. Um, the Clippers, I feel like, oh, unlikely to make it. Unlikely. I think <laughs> I want them to do it. I want them to win, but it seems like they got a tough road ahead of them, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Like I feel like. I, I, you know, I, I love the Clippers and I would love to see them win, but I just don't feel it happening. Yeah. What's your season. views? What's your two views on fandom? Uh, and by that, I mean, do you have a set of rules that you follow as far as like who you're allowed to root for? No, no, <laughs> we're very, and it, and it makes people mad because we're very like loose with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we love just like seeing people have fun and play fun games yes. yeah. and like yes. be friends with each other or yes. get in fights with each other. We, we love <laughs> equally both. We love emotion um, and drama. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I oh my God, <laughs> love this. So we're love. looking at um, PJ Tucker and KD. KD got into a little bit Almost of a scrap. Almost kissing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just a horny, horny shot. Yeah, you know? this, they're almost lip locked. I sent this, this to shot. the poster to, to Kinko's to get made into a poster <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I know Kinko's doesn't exist anymore, but yeah, but, uh, but like I, I, you know, grew up in Texas for the most part. So I loved the Mavs. That was where I started lo- loving the NBA. Um, and then I came to L.A. where I started following the Clippers and Anastasia also like you know, she was in Phoenix and then she was in the Bay area and then she was here. So she has three teams like, but at really we're not like, I don't know. I don't like the kind of fandom that's like, this is my team and this is the only thing I care about. And like, it, no. like my whole thing is that um, I feel very strongly about certain teams, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to live and die by them. And I no. know that some people think that's the only way to be a fan But I think that's kind of what made me not want to be a sports fan for a long time because of how intense some people would be like, I wasn't proving myself enough to them. And I'm like, all right, then I'm out of (laughs) here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Or like, I mean, especially with like, I would say like Lakers fans, especially are just so Mm -hmm. intense with it. And like, they just want to bully us because we like the Clippers, (laughs) but like we don't (laughs) engage with it because it's like, what, we, what I'm not going to bat for the, like I don't <laughs> yeah. care. I'm just having I'm having a good time. Right. But then you see like the you know the teams that have these huge fan bases that like you know they never win like 
like the Knicks or something like or the Kings. Yes. Or the uh, Bulls. Mm-hmm. It's like these people are, have like committed decades of fandom, like, decades. and they're so committed to their team. And it's yeah. like, I, I just don't understand it. Cause that's, that's not the kind of fan I am, but like, no, um, you know, I get that. Like they've spent all this time and energy, like into one team. It's yeah. just like, that's, that's not what is fun about basketball to me. No, I'm with you on that. I here, here's a question. Uh, I, and I, my general rule is, for me, I'm like, I could cheer for the, t- the the city I'm from and the city I live in. So I like the Bucks, I like the Lakers, I like the Clippers, but also I just like the NBA in general. Yeah. Um, and I would love to go, like, if I was in Orlando and I was like at a sports bar and everyone's watching the game and cheering Orlando, I'd be like, I'm going to cheer for Orlando. I want to get in on this fun. That <laughs> yeah. seems like a good time, right? That seems so exactly. great. Exactly. We've done that. Uh, we did that in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Why not? It's, it's so fun. fun. What, here's a question I have. So you're, you are, you, you, you're, would you say you're Clippers fans generally over the Lakers? Yeah. If you're picking an LA team. Now, why Why is that? I think originally it was because we could go to those games. It was cheaper. Okay, they're cheaper. They were more accessible. Yeah. And also it was, it was fun. Like, I feel like, you know, it was like they, nobody had any expectations of them. And like, right. it was just like you went to a game and they really put in their all and and like they surprised people by winning um mm-hmm. and yeah, the, then and then i think that kind of changed when Kawhi arrived um and yeah. people put all these expectations on them as far as like oh they're the new warriors like people would say dumb shit like that like this is the new warriors team it's like okay yeah. no just because there's like <laughs> good people on the team like that it takes a lot more than just like superstars yeah like two superstars on a team to become the warriors what the warriors were you know just dominating for years the way they were um Mm -hmm. and obviously it didn't work out for them because it's been years now and like the clippers have you know (laughs) have they still haven't meshed they haven't meshed they've haven't meshed last year they they burned out spectacularly and (laughs) became the real laughing stock of the whole nba and it's like I mean, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't like, okay, Kawhi's here. We're winning a title this year because that's just, obviously that's not how it works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I would like the Clippers to win. Uh, cause I, I would like the Clippers to win for many reasons. Uh, one, they're just LA, but also because Donald Sterling is still alive and I would love them to win while he's still alive <laughs> without him. Oh, that's yeah, not that you that's care because he's like a complete narcissist. Yeah. But, uh, I would love that to, to, to have that. Um, so I'm 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 still pulling for and them as well to come on the list. You could pull out that old Clippers hat that you oh, had if when you were kid. That, I wish I still had that. Um, <laughs> I think it was white, and I like didn't wear a lot of like I don't know if I wore hats a lot as a kid, but it was it was white, and it was like a classic NBA hat, which they still make now. Like Mitchell and Ness will make them in this like kind of like certain font that they did, did for they did for all the teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like white and I, and I was like, I don't want to get it dirty. And I also oh. felt like weird wearing a white hat. Mm-hmm. It was like the second one, that second, that, that Mitchell Ness one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With cool. that type of font. Um, and, uh, I just, 
I, I but I wore it a handful of times, but I got I got self conscious for whatever reason. Also, I was at whatever age where you're just self conscious about everything yeah. that you're <laughs> yeah. doing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Kid. Also, white white for a hat is is rough because you're sweating. Yeah, and it's hard to like clean a hat too. It's like what? It's how hard do to you, clean a hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to clean a hat, folks. Uh, <laughs> I remember my brother. You're gonna take away from this podcast. <laughs> my brother would buy those hat cages that you then oh, yeah. put in the dishwasher. Oh, you know what I don't know. Dishwasher. I think it, it ultimately ruined the hat. Wouldn't you get like spaghetti on it and stuff? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think we would just run a hat cycle. My hat's dirtier than, than it was when it went in. We had full meatballs in the dishwasher. What were we doing? We didn't rinse off our plates at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah were you kid when you were kids were you like me like i could not have been more dramatic when it was like dave load the dishwasher oh what and i would just like it would take me 45 minutes now it would take me four minutes but then i was just like i didn't want to touch the dirty dishes i don't even have a dishwasher anymore and i'm like oh my god what was i whining about right the ease (laughs) the complete ease yeah, and you're you're supposed to put things in dirty too. Like, and yes. now when I load a dishwasher, I clean everything before I put it in, and, and people yell at me. They're like, "You're supposed to leave it dirty. <laughs> they need something in there to like <laughs> they clean need up something in there." <laughs> yeah, the dishwashers are like, "Please give that's, us grease." That's why you're getting spaghetti all over your hats. <laughs> Just putting a whole plate of spaghetti in there. Yeah. <laughs> when I washed dishes as a kid. I had to wear gloves because I was like, that dishwash, that dishwater is dirty and disgusting. And I was like mortified and gr- grossed out by it. So I'm like, where are the gloves? Where are the gloves? <laughs> my mom was like, my mom and dad must be like, what a baby our kid is. You had to protect your perfect manicure. Yeah. That you just yes. Gotten. And this was like at 13. Even. I was like, where are the gloves? <laughs> Uh, I wish I wish I had that problem now. Yeah. I'd, I'm scrubbing every day. Every <laughs> well, day. That, I mean, my building is from the 20s, so none of the apartments have dishwashers. Yeah. They're little no, I don't either. even I don't even have a, a garbage disposal, which is something you don't think about until you don't have it and you're like this sucks. I wish I had that. <laughs> You're just grabbing yeah. spaghetti. Yeah, out of the sink. I, you gotta like, you gotta like pull out all the little chunks of food. Oh god, it sucks. It's, is it crazy how I look at that now? And I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I am also in an apartment with no garbage disposal, no air conditioner. I like except an in unit one I had to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, those little R two D two units. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I just think, boy, my mom and dad. What success stories? They had garbage disposals. <laughs> they had a washer and dryer yes. that wasn't coin operated. Yes. Uh, man, they were living in the lap of luxury back then. Yeah. They were really doing it. For exactly. real. Exactly. Yes. I think about that all the time. I'm such a disappointment to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> they come over. They're like, wow, no dishwasher, I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's take a look at your 401k. How's that coming along? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. That sounds like my dad. <laughs> he wants to check in every day. <laughs> On your 401k. Yeah. <laughs> my dad is obsessed with retirement. Like he literally, yes. every time I talk to him, he's only talking about how he wants to retire. Wow. Every, I'm not exaggerating. Every conversation. And he was like, I'm finally getting laid off. Woohoo. He's like excited about it. 
<laughs> so that he could start his retirement or like my dad my parents are young they had kids really young so i'm like mm-hmm. what what you want to retire now like yeah, what they're are you gonna, in their 50s yeah right? i was like what are you gonna do for the rest of your life life is anything long. we want <laughs> that's what he says yes <laughs> he's like anything i want and i'm like okay well Knowing my dad, though, he's going to be like uh, two years in. He's going to be like, okay, what do I what do? I do? Uh, or he's going to like, you know, start playing World of Warcraft or something. <laughs> that just like eats up all of your free time. All his time. He gets really good at it. Uh, I've told this story before, but um, when I was in Wisconsin, I worked at a place called Northwestern Mutual. And this was, I got, I got the job pretty much right out of college. And um, huge huge place. They employ thousands of people. They have their home office in Milwaukee downtown. It's a, it's a super great company. Like they don't lay people off. They just, they're super solid and successful. Uh, you get free lunch there every wow. day. Ooh. Um, you get a cheap breakfast if you want. And we're, it's like really good. They have like a gym on site. Um, but I was like, it, again, I'm like 23 or whatever. I'm, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I don't want an office job. Yeah. And I am, um, I just seen office space, I think, and it would come around that time. <laughs> you were so inspired I'm like deep, by the fact Deeply inspired by thing. that. Yeah. Deeply inspired by that. Yeah. And I can't picture anyone who has like a job where they're like, I love my job. I'm like, how can you love your job? I just want Friday to come immediately. <laughs> um, but at one point I'm there and I'm, 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 I'm on like the, I don't know, the 10th floor and I'm making photocopies and across the, the, the way I'm looking, there's another skyscraper. It's like US bank or something. And there's a window and I just, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, I bet. Right across the way, there's a guy who looks just like me in this visual, <laughs> business casual outfit, making copies, wondering what he's doing with his life. And I sit down at my desk and there's a a friend of mine who I made a friend with at work and uh, she's going to lunch. We had staggered lunches. She's like, all right, I'm going to lunch. Uh, I'll see you when I get back. And I just remember looking at her and going, no, you won't. <laughs> and I, I quit that afternoon. <laughs> God. <laughs> and I walked out. It was, a, I never felt so free. It was a sunny day. I felt oh. so free and alive. Uh, That's amazing. And then, my, <laughs> and then I had to tell my mom and dad that there. And I told them at like a wedding that we had that weekend. They're like, how's work going? I was, or my aunt asked me, she's like, how's work going? Oh, no. I was like, um, well, I don't work there anymore. And my mom and dad were like, what? <laughs> I hadn't told them. And then like a few weeks later, a couple weeks later, my friend who lived in my hometown where my parents were, he's like, hey, how's Dave doing? And uh, I was doing like improv on my nights and weekends at that point. My dad goes, well, he's an out of work comedian and there's nothing funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. Actually. Yeah. It was pretty funny. You're- it was pretty funny. Yeah. Funny guy. <laughs> Man. Uh, and look at you now. You're Look at me now. No garbage ass. disposal, <laughs> coin-operated laundry, no parking space. <laughs> but you're going to be in an upcoming feature with LeBron and Chris Paul and, yes, and Carmelo. Carmelo. Yep. Um, yes. We'll, we'll start work on that immediately. Spin the bottle featuring <laughs> Dave Tooney. <laughs> when you hear that name for the movie, like spin the bottle, cool, like a teen romp, teen comedy <laughs> flick. Who's in it? <laughs> LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul, and Dave Thune? What is that last name? Who is that? 
<laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> they're literally playing that game? Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> Very it spawns, loose plot. It spawns four sequels. Uh, I, played, yeah. I, played, uh, I played Spin the Bottle, I think, once in my life. Really? Uh, terrified. I was terrified. Me too. Um, yeah, I it, one of the because one of the one of the girls they were playing was like my like hardcore crush. Oh no! Ooh. And I was like, please, please, please. But also, if it happens, <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> yeah. It didn't. I don't know if it. Ha- I can't even remember if it happened anymore. It was such a nerve wracking evening. Uh, it is the worst. I I yeah. played it many times, but it's like, yeah, you gotta <laughs> you have to kiss in front of everybody. <laughs> I played it once when I was like nineteen. And which was like too old, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the whole time was like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. Oh. Like I would kiss any of these people in private, but I, but I don't want to <laughs> like, do yeah, it. Like, yeah, forced kiss. When the pressure yeah. is on. I mean, I would never be able 19. to. 19. I, <laughs> I think I would be bad at doing free throws when like it's really important to make mm. them because... <laughs> I can't even yes. kiss people when the pressure's on. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we get uh, into our cutie comment of the week? Yes. So each yep. week we highlight the best slash funniest slash cutest comments made by the members of our cutie nation discord. It's our cutie comment of the week. Now to leave a great comment. <laughs> this week's comment is from Gabriel. Not producer Gabe. No, this is a different Gabriel. <laughs> I hope this isn't considered a spoiler. I don't remember how to hide images from le- from the latest X-Men comic. Mark Maron showed up at a party. Is that really Mark Maron? I think it is. I think he was it drawn like into him. this. Oh, where are his guys? <laughs> <laughs> or is that one? Is that guy? That's his the guys. blue guy is one of his yeah. guys. Cool. What do you mean? What? Where? Where are his guys? What does that mean? He because on his show he's always like, so who are you, who are your guys? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's yes, like one yes, of his yes, like classic right. questions. Who are your? Who did you grow? What comics did you kind of yeah. come into the scene with? <laughs> uh, I have a I have a Mark Maron story. Should I tell it? Yeah. Okay. This it's barely a Mark Maron story. It's way more of a me story. Um, <laughs> Still great. When I when I moved to when I moved to, I got to LA and I started doing UCB. Um, and this is early. I think I done some maybe some commercial auditions at this point but i'm but i'm this is this got to be my first two years out here um and i don't know if i've done any theatrical auditions Mm -hmm. uh for tv shows or movies but i got a call from my commercial agent um and they're like hey um curb your enthusiasm wants to see you uh they want you to come in for this audition amazing Really? Okay. <laughs> and that was like on a Friday and the audition was like on a Monday. And so, you know, I hang up or whatever. And I'm like, and this is how new it was. I was like, I'm going to be on Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> they want to see me. Larry David asked for you. <laughs> he asked for me. And Larry David was going to be in the room, which oh I knew. Oh, my God. Scary. Um, That's so cool. And Larry Charles, who's like the head writer and like also like one was like one of the head writers on Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the head writer, but one of them. And, uh, um, and so the whole weekend, I'm like, uh, two years in and I'm going to be on Curb Your Enthusiasm. This show's great. I love this. This is going to be the best. And I'm I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to go. I'm going to book it. I'm going to do this show. So then I drive to like, I think it was like Santa Monica and I get there and I walk in and there are so many people there. And immediately I was like, oh, oh, I'm not going to get this. 
they're auditioning lots of people. Okay. Okay. And like the dad from Family Ties, which is a TV show in the 80s, was there. Wow. And uh, Jeff Ross, the Roastmaster, whatever, oh, was there. And uh, a guy from Mad TV. Um uh, <laughs> Booger from uh, Revenge of the Nerds really? is it? and like Moonlighting is there. Um, and I'm like, oh boy. Uh, okay. Uh, and there's, of course, like a bunch of different roles that different people are auditioning for. And my, the, the, the audition is barely, is pretty much all, it's just improvised, it's just a scenario you can improvise. And you're going to improvise with Larry David. Wow. So I get in there and <laughs> it's a blur. Larry is super nice. He carries me through the entire audition. I am not good. It's very argumentative, which is what the show is, but I'm really not, I don't feel good. And he's really like helping me. And I'm just like, and I walk out, I walk out of there in a daze and I walk out of there. And as I walk out, someone walks in and I, just as the door shuts, I just hear, uh, Larry, Mark, because <laughs> uh, Mark Marin was walking in as I was walking out. And I was no. like, well, that one is out the window. Oh, uh, did he it book was a it? Very, no, Booger did. And I, and I, it was a huge lesson very quickly, very humbling immediately uh, as to how auditions worked. I didn't, I did not understand it. I bet you were great. You're a very talented <laughs> improviser. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, it, trust me. It was rough. Uh, I'm just uh, trying to make you feel better. But nice. yeah. Thank you. I appreciate what it. What a nice uh, welcome to the biz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like tell, you post it as your Facebook status. Like, I'm yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. on Curve. Yeah. I'm going to be on. This is easy. What a piece of cake. Amazing. Uh, they saw me do a couple of crap heralds and uh, I'm on a major TV show with one of my heroes. That's so interesting. The the array of people that they had though like yeah so i guess that's people. how they do it yeah well i yeah i mean i love like watching back seasons of that show and being like hey there's that person there's that person yeah. <laughs> yeah. and yeah Great. knowing that it's all like semi-improvised is just fun yeah 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 for sure for sure um gabe and i went to mark's house one time uh, what that's yeah true. like what when the cat we, house mm -hmm. <gasps> Why? When we well, we worked at Earwolf at the time, and uh -huh. uh, Gabe was taking photos of his studio for something. Yeah, Fun. for a website. Yeah, and he mm. was like, "Can you come with me?" Because <laughs> he felt weird, and I was like, "Sure." So I was just there to be a, a buffer. Yeah, I was scared to go by myself. <laughs> I would have been too. Yeah, he was very nice. He's, br he's bristly. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Very, he made me a cup of coffee. He was very sweet. Um, got oh. to see the kitties. Got to see the, the little den where magic gets made. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm jealous of that. Yeah, it was great. I made a oh, list I... of my guys before we went. He never asked. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I wonder if anyone ever... Same, you, you, you named the same guys he came up with? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Kinnison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you, he's like, what the hell? Hmm, what if you just said... I wonder if anyone ever says, like, Mark Maron's one of my guys. <laughs> like, just <laughs> trying to, like, kiss up really bad. He would not respect that whatsoever. Yeah. Um, okay, so if you want to be eligible for Cutie Comment of the Week, you can join our Cutie Nation Discord by signing up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash dunktown. We just recently switched over our um, monthly video to doing 
two bonus audio episodes. You guys just want you. You guys just you don't guys don't want to look at us anymore. You just want to hear us. Yeah, you just want oh. that comedy in your ears. Yeah, not true. They want to look and they want to see. They want it to be a full sensory experience. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a VR someday. Yeah, How about someday. That? Um, yeah. And now we're trying to get to 125 patrons. We want to do an opening night. Watch along to Space Jam too. That'll be fun. Oh, We're very close fun. to that date and not very close to that number of Patreon no. <laughs> patrons. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe we'll just uh, we'll figure out what to do with that. Yeah. We, we, we want to watch Space Jam. Yeah, too. we're going to watch it. You know, we'll figure out. Are you going to watch it, Dave? Um, for sure. I'm going to watch it. I'm a big LeBron James fan. Yeah. Um, I uh, he bothers me at moments, uh, but I overall, I really love him and I I. I just think the world's him. He's the reason I like. I got. I, I, I'm a big Lakers fan, and he's definitely a big reason why I'm a Lakers fan. Yeah. I, I, I wish he didn't feel the need to have everyone love him so much. Um. But also, I want people to love me, so I also get it. Uh, <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you do you like LeBron James? And also, are yes. you excited about the movie? Indifferent about the movie? Did you like the first movie? I, love LeBron. Yes, love LeBron. I did love the original movie. Um. Mm-hmm. Gabe and Anastasia didn't watch it until like. Well, like a couple years, years ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> me so neither. They, me neither. Yeah. So I think like for me, it was like part of my childhood, but not for not for them. No, I think I I recognize that the first movie is like very much an important part of pop culture. And like some people sure. love it because it was a huge part of their childhood. I mm-hmm. think technically it's a bad movie. And yeah. <laughs> and but I also would watch it again. So and I'm excited yeah. for the new one. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's going to be a bad movie too, but I'm also yeah. excited for it. It's, it's got, yeah, it's got to be bad, but we will watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Space Jam, Michael Jordan, um, I'm rewatching The Last Dance. Oh. Um, did you watch yeah. The Last Dance? We watched it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Yeah. yeah. I haven't done a rewatch though. That's actually a good idea because there was so much information. Yeah. In I had a hard time keeping track of everything. Um, yes, it's a lot. <laughs> so I think maybe watching it all at once would be better than like doing it once a week or whatever yeah. that they were releasing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll, here's, here's what I'll say about it. I, I think it's really great and it taps into like my childhood and what I liked about basketball and stuff like that. But I think that the intro music and the outro music, which is, I think the same thing is so good <laughs> and gets me so amped for this, for the episode to start and then to see the next one. It's the, it's the best. And I, I love it, especially for the first like three episodes when they do it. I'm just like, oh, yes, let's do it again. Uh, it's really great. I don't remember it. Can we listen to it for a sec, Gabe? Let's go. Oh, yes. This, this is, is intense. It. <laughs> yes, it's intense. Oh, right. Yeah. The strings come in. <gasps> I got chills What's right gonna now. What's going to happen? I, have I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, fun. That's and that's basically what it is. But like you could when the episode's ending, it starts to slowly come in as they like talk about whatever they're talking <laughs> about at the end. And then like they it hits harder and I'm just I'm I'm over the moon about it when it comes up. Yeah. Um, I really love it. It's love like that. and then we went 
to Salt Lake City. And it's like. (laughs) 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 Yes, that's exactly it. And you get too excited about Salt Lake City. And you're like, what happened there? What happens there? (laughs) Dave, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Nothing. Uh, I'd like to plug this podcast. But actually, let me plug The Last Dance. You should check it out. Yeah. Uh, And then also, uh, I'm rewatching The Sopranos, uh, and I'm still in season one. It's a fun show. Iconic. I've never seen it. Everyone watched it. I gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. It's good. It's good. Um, But otherwise, uh, listen to this podcast. Let's get to 125. That's what you're shooting for. Yeah, that's our next goal. Yeah. Let's get to 125, because then we're going to watch Space Jam 2. Otherwise... Uh, you're just gonna watch what Air Bud? <laughs> <laughs> Not even. We'll it? watch the the Air Buddies, the like spinoff movies. <laughs> they couldn't even book the no. original Air Bud anymore on it. <laughs> but everyone <laughs> should uh, follow you on Instagram at Dave Tuney. There we go. We'll put there links we uh, in the show notes. Sure. But thank you so much for doing this. It was so fun. Thanks for having me. Yes. It's a fun podcast. You do a great job. Gabe, Aww. thank you so much. Uh, it's a it's a joyful podcast. We need more of these. Oh, That's thank so you. sweet. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you to all of our cutie listeners for coming on this journey with us. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design. And thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description.